Like a chrysalis, we're emerging from the economy of the Industrial Revolution. An economy confined to and limited by the Earth's physical resources into the economy in mind, in which there are no bounds on human imagination, and the freedom to create is the most precious natural resource. Welcome to The Soul of Enterprise, Business in the Knowledge Economy, sponsored by Sage. Transforming the way people think and work so their organizations can thrive. I'm Ed Kless with my good friend and co-host Ron Baker. And folks, on today's show, it's just Ron and I. Crazy. And we're talking about price sensitivity factors in the subscription model business. Hey, Ron. Hey, Ed, no guests, no Greg. I mean, this is weird. I, it, it's lonely. It's very lonely. <laughs> it's very lonely. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like a Jesuit priest saying mass. I got to like invite like 20 people up on the altar now, you know, just to make <laughs> up for it. Crazy, crazy stuff. So, no, I'm looking forward to this show because th- this is a, one of the topics that's, that is in our top 10 shows of all time. It's one of the things that is most often searched for and found on the soul of enterprise site. And this is the, our factors that, uh, uh, that are related to price sensitivity. And we thought, why not do a re reboot of the show in lieu of subscription model? And I was like, well, that should work. Let's, so let's see, maybe we'll get a double whammy out of this. Yeah. You know, it was episode number 61. Can you believe it? So way back in the dark ages, back, yeah. 2000, September, 2015. And, you know, we talk about this topic and usually it's, it's, talked about along with price elasticity mm-hmm. if, if you've ever been to a pricing course or read a pricing book or an economics book for that matter you're going to learn about this concept of elasticity in other words how responsive are consumers to price changes uh, for instance if a gas company raises its prices uh, since the demand curve for uh, gas is relatively inelastic means meaning it's more vertical than not then the gas company's revenue will go up because they have inelastic demand. If mm-hmm. you have more elastic demand and you raise your price, your revenue is going to go down. And people look at that and say, well, you have to know your elasticity. You know, you have to understand your, your sectors, your industry's elasticity curve. And that's true. But here's the problem. Like most problems in economics and models in economics, it lumps all the consumers together and doesn't mm-hmm. give you a chance to segment them. Whereas when you look at price sensitivity, you can segment them. And that's what we're doing with these 10 price sensitivity factors. Right. And, and I think that makes all the difference clearly. And what I'd like to do, Ron, is just just go down the list and talk about the the different factors. There are 10 of them. We're not going to go through the whole show. You can go listen to, to, to show, uh, was it, 61, you said, right? Yep. yep. <clears throat> listen to, to get the, the details on that. But I think it, it, to set this up for, for subscription, it might be good just to remind our listeners what they are and a, and a quick example of each. And by the way, I've updated some of our examples. Good. That was, yeah, that was my, because no, some of uh, the first one is the one that inspired me, which is the perceived substitutes effect. And we always gave Woolite. Well, I checked it out. That's not, doesn't work anymore. Does not work. If you look at the price of Woolite compared to all of the other laundry detergents, Woolite has so many products that are now available that it is not any any more expensive than any of the others. So it really doesn't doesn't work anymore. But the one that I came up with, Ron, was was uh, coffee pods. 
oh, the yeah. coffee, the, 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 right? I mean, this the is a Keurig. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Keurig coffee pods. Because again, you get charged up the yin yang for those, especially, I mean, doesn't Rory make the joke that if you broke those pods open and put all of it in a big jar, you'd have to get a mortgage for <laughs> to, yeah. to buy a jar of the stuff. Yeah. And uh, what I think is neat about that is, again, the perceived substitute, of course, is not the Nescafe, you know, the the instant coffee, but is instead a Starbucks. So it's instead of the four dollar Starbucks, you're going to pay 75 cents for the coffee pod. Right. Unique value. Uh, the one I, I think this example still works. So this is one of the few that I stuck with. And that's Heinz. That whole anticipation. People still only want Heinz ketchup. I have a friend of mine who this is pretty interesting. He will only take a new ketchup. He will only in a restaurant. You have to he has to unpop it. Otherwise, he won't he won't eat the ketchup. Really? Yeah. 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 Pretty interesting because he wants to make sure that it's Heinz because he doesn't want them refilling the bottle with something else. So really. But the other one that I I thought of, too, is that an auction house. And this is a great example. I don't know if you're aware of this, but in 2015, uh, Ringo Starr's drum kit sold for $2.2 million. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and of course, unique value there, right? Well, it was Ringo Starr's, it was Ringo Starr's drum kit. A uh, switching costs, of course, and this is Southwest Airlines and the 737, or my example that I really like to use is accounting software, because I think that's going to play into our conversation today as well. Difficult comparison effect, i.e. price obfuscation. And the example we used to use on, on, on this was cell phones companies. But for the most part, they've aligned, and especially with unlimited plans. Yeah, there are tweaks to them. But the one I came up with here would be in-store warranties. Think about it. That's yeah. a great example of price obfuscation because you can't compare it. Right, right. Well, that is a good one. <laughs> there is, you don't have a choice. And it's, would you like it now? Yes or no? Right, right. So I think a good example there, price quality, which I think we should rename the price quality effect. We should rename it the anything Disney effect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or raise your, raise your prices effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And anything Disney you get more for because it has Disney on it. The expenditure effect, right? Businesses tend to look at not just dollars, but ROI, whereas households look at dollars over income. I don't know if there's a better example of that. Perhaps there is, and maybe you, you want to share one, but uh, let's just get through these and we can come back to it. But end benefit, gosh, Ron, I can't think of a better example than the Michelin tires, and I actually tried to find one. <laughs> I tried to find one for end benefit, the Michelin tire stuff, you know, the, the what what's riding on your tires. Uh, you pay more for Michelin tires to this day. It's such a powerful ad. Yeah, it really is. The, the one I did find, and this relates to value pricing 2.0 subscription, is mm-hmm. the Sin, SinSam, the optical, optical company, th- that they're selling perfect eyesight. It's not about glasses and eye exams. It's about sure. perfect eye. You're subscribing to perfect eyesight, which yep. is phenomenal yep. in benefit. Sure, sure. Um, more on that. But just to get through 8, 9, and 10, number 8 is the shared cost. This is the split check at a, at a restaurant. When you notice that one guy orders the lobster, everybody orders the lobster <laughs> and a soup and a salad and you know, what? who knows what. The fairness effect. I thought about this one. I, I really like this. Uh, we usually give examples, negative examples of the fairness effect, but I thought a positive example might be better in this case, especially if set up for a subscription. And that is convenience store ice cream. You, you pay three or four times the price for a pint of ice cream. 
in a 7-Eleven than you do in a regular grocery store. But it, we perceive that as fair. Why? Because it's, yeah, I just got, I got had that hankering for ice cream and I didn't have to drive all the way to the, <laughs> the, the Walmart right. grocery. I just, you know, stopped at the corner 7-Eleven, picked it up, and I was totally happy with that. So it's if the fairness effect seems fine in that case. And then lastly, and probably the one that is, is least interesting, and I don't know if this even pertains to us, but inventory, right? Is it perishable? Yes or no? Right. And uh, if, if you have a, if you're an amateur cook and there's a great special on, I don't know, something that you use a lot, you might stock up. If you have a big enough pantry, sometimes it's called the pantry effect. Uh, sure. But if, but if you're, you know, a single person living in a small place with no storage, then you're, a, a sale's not going to tempt you to buy more. Right. And, and if it's perishable, even less. Yeah. So the, yeah. so those are the effects. And what, I, what I'd like to do, Ron, is is now kind of turn our attention to how these these play out in the subscription economy. And I can think of some examples. I didn't go through and get an example for each of them. Perhaps you did. But, uh, but I have a couple in mind. But I'll be honest with you. I've kind of gotten through this first uh, this first segment, and and I'm thinking, oh, now I'm gonna now I'm gonna ride on your coattails because I know that this is a subject that you are very deeply steeped in. It, it seems to be whenever you present this, you get fired up around this topic. <laughs> well, <laughs> you really I, do. I, well, you know, it's interesting. This topic in the subscription context is not that difficult, really. You, you know, before we used to advocate that you analyze each one of these nine factors for each one of your customers, mm -hmm. right? So you put them through some type of test and you don't have to do that in the subscription model. You know where all of these things reside, your branding, your positioning, and your strategy and your offering. Mm -hmm. And the, the actual offering itself, what you put forward. Yep. The marketing, the communication of that offering, all it, it's all, the, the value is wrapped up in that. I, I go back to that Sin, Sin Sam example. I mean, they are communicating the perfect message. You're subscribing to perfect eyesight. That's beautiful. That's what you're yeah. doing. It should, yeah, I mean, technically, a, a, a doctor would probably say clinical, <laughs> perfect, clinic, <laughs> clinically perfect eyesight. Uh, but you know what I mean? Um, it it t taps into what the customer is actually buying. Yeah, really, and, and puts that relationship at the center as well, which is where subscription really shines. So, yep. Love that. Um, yeah. But right, yeah, well, so we, we, we can talk about each one of them in the context of subscription, try and give examples. I haven't really thought about it in, in, in those terms, but I'm sure we could. I've got, I've got one example of the fairness effect, but. Um, well, yeah, no, let's do that. But the other thing that I thought would be fun, because we had talked about doing this as well, is you know we now have a subscription offering of ourselves uh, out on our 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 Patreon channel Patreon.com/tsoe, where you can now subscribe to Ron and Ed in a very variety of ways, not just the show but actual connection to us. And what I thought we we might do too is is bring up some examples as we went through the creation of our own Patreon page and offering where we brought some of these into into play because I think they're they're clearly there. Yeah, for sure. So for I think sure. that might be fun. That way we can talk about the Patriots. It's like a double, you know, it's, it's, it's a little, it's sly, Ron. I'm being, being slick uh -huh. here. Well, slick we, haven't had, 
We haven't had a chance to talk about our Patreon options uh, on the regular show because we've had so many guests on. So this is no, great. I know. Yeah, no, it is good. It is good. And we probably let's carve that out maybe toward the end, third or fourth segment. So, but but so let, let's we, we only got a, well, a minute left on, on this before we, we do take our, our first break. In fact, I'm going to jump to the break now. Let's take an early break and that way we'll we're, we're not leaving stuff in the middle uh, and we can we can talk more about this other stuff. want to remind folks that you can contact Ron or me by sending that email to asktsoe at verisage.com. Of course, the website is thesoulofenterprise.com where you can find the show notes as well as previews to upcoming shows and all previous show notes going back to 2014. Is it, Ron? I can't believe it. 2014. Yeah, it Unbelievable. All right. But right now, a word from our sponsor. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Sage provides accountants with compliance, reporting, and analytic solutions to do more for their clients. These solutions include education programs such as the Sage Accountants Network Client Advisory Service Program. This program delivers the tools to create, package, price, market, and deliver additional services to clients, increasing your profitability and delivering more value to your clients. Let Sage help you grow your business by visiting sageaccountantsnetwork.com. Have you ever read a book that changed your life? I sure have. Have you ever listened to an advertisement for a book so many times that you question the existence of God? Me too. Hello, I'm Greg Kite. I recorded the advertisement for Ron and Ed's book, The Soul of Enterprise Dialogues on Blah 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 Whatever, and four years later, we're all tired of it, especially me. But thankfully, there's a solution. For just $10 a month, you never have to hear my voice again. For a commercial-free version of The Soul of Enterprise, go to patreon.com slash TSOE and subscribe now. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are tuned into The Soul of Enterprise with Ron Baker and Ed Klass. To find out more about our show, visit us on the web at thesoulofenterprise.com. You can also chat with us on Twitter using hashtag AskTSOE. Now, back to The Soul of Enterprise. Well, welcome back, everybody. We're talking about price sensitivity factors, and Ed, we're uh, going to go through each one of these, I guess, and try and give examples and talk about it in terms of subscription. The perceived substitute effect, um, you know, and you said this, and it was really, I don't want to gloss over this. I want to repeat it. Perceived substitutes, mm-hmm. right? I mean, within your zone of of, of perception, basically. Um, this is why if you're a tour somewhere, and, you know, you go to a restaurant that's part of, you know, other restaurants in the area or whatever, you know, tourist traps. Mm-hmm. You just don't, it, the search costs are too high. You're going to walk out of your hotel and go probably to a nearby restaurant just because you don't have the local knowledge of, of what places are good. Uh, and I'm thinking this in terms of subscription. One of the big things here, there's a lot of substitutes to accounting firms and professional firms. But how many offer subscriptions at this point? I think this is a huge competitive uh, window, at least for a while. 
Yeah, see, so you stole my example because I was gonna what I was gonna say the perceived substitutes effect should, could be renamed the Ann Janzer effect, meaning the her quote about every every industry is going to have a subscription offering, and every other business is going to have to account for that fact. Right, and so I think that that that's in alignment here. The 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 spall. the substitute though also does take place from from an accounting perspective or even a professional perspective. Think of what LegalZoom has done, and they have a subscription offering now as well. And I, I you know I, I think that the perceived substitute is going to some place to get a will as opposed to the ten dollar a month subscription with LegalZoom. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> For the do-it-yourselfer, you know, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, why not? Right? I mean, it just doesn't make sense. But right now, there's not a lot of firms offering this in the professional space, the subscription, and that's what makes it so dynamic. At least for correct, a while. correct. You know, our former guest John Tubin had a, a he he just posted on Twitter. I'm gonna while you're talking, I'm gonna try and find it. He was like, there was some example of of something that oh he had a, a great customer satisfaction story where mm-hmm. with his subscription where he just he 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 got the business over some really big firm because of his subscription, subscription. offering. Wow, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's great. And I think this ties into the next one too, the unique value. I mean, you talked about Heinz, but if uh, I think, you know, you look at somebody like Dr. Paul, he's got a unique offering. Mm -hmm. It's well-branded, it's well-marketed, it's well-positioned. He he knows the the demographic and, and type of customer he's going after. He knows exactly who they are, what his sweet customer is. And I think that's got unique value wrapped up into it. Well, as you said, it really does apply to the 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 subscription pricing period be, because of 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 the marketing piece of it. And yeah, I mean, it, what, where else can you get unlimited doctor visits at all? I mean, you can't even get that with an, any kind of an insurance plan. They're not going to do that. They're going to put some kind of a cap on it, and and or, and you're going to have a, 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 a or. Uh, a threshold that you can't go past. And uh, yeah, you, we've all had that in our insurance plans where like oh, up to 12 visits a year covered uh, for other things. And then no, not with Dr. Paul, completely unlimited all the time. Right. Yep. And then I think of the switching cost effect, Ed, and, and, and I know in software, in your world, that's a, that's a huge issue. It's also a big issue with personal relationship, you know, businesses, uh, because you just don't want to switch your accountant, your lawyer, your barber. Um, it, it's tr- it, it can be traumatic for people mm-hmm. to have to fire their professional. It's an uncomfortable situation, no matter how you do it. Even if you just walk away and don't say a darn word and just never come back, it's uncomfortable. Well, w- here's a great example of where the, the switching cost is in play w- with regard to subscription. This is why we dilly over a even now a free app on our phone yeah knowing that there's going to be possibly one some kind of a subscription involved dollar dollar 99 something like that doesn't matter so but so is 24 dollars going to matter in the grand scheme of things for me on a yearly basis no absolutely not right drop in the bucket literally but once I commit to an app that I'm going to use on my phone, I'm like, oh, I don't want to have to like switch to something else, yeah. <laughs> right? So yeah. we'll, we will dicker over the stupidest thing over an app like that. 
And, you know, this is where I think that, that we have to be careful of the whole is freemium worth it? Um, because I, I think this is a negative freemium because, we, it, again, it's not so much that it's free because it's, oh, I don't want to commit to learning this right. and then have to switch free or not. It doesn't yeah. doesn't matter. In fact, I might be more apt to say, oh, my gosh, this one's ten dollars a month. I bet it's really good. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, no, there's a hassle factor there that I think is huge. That's that's part of the friction, I think, that the subscription economy takes away, at least in the professional firm context. There is no friction with Dr. Paul. If you're not happy, you cancel. Yeah, but but what's interesting is is that there, that, that, that switching cost, it's, a, it's an example of a too low-priced switching cost yeah. problem. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm going to talk at some point about uh, search goods and uh, uh, there's three types, search experience and credence goods. And that's one of the criteria that people look at is the price. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that, but that, okay. that, that, that's kind of another way to think about this as well. Um, what about difficult comparison? This, this, I think this plays so well into subscription because if you're covering things, even things that, that may happen, right? Like you get audited or, or whatever. Um, your price is going to be very difficult to compare to another firm's that's usually pricing on a specific scope of work. How do I compare the fact that you're, cu- you're saying to me, or take my buddy Ron that does nothing but dentists, hey, if you want to bring on a partner or if you want to you know, suspend practice for a while and get a successor in here, whatever happens in your life, we can deal with it. I can guide you through a divorce, you know, whatever. How do I compare him to another firm? Great point. You, you just don't. I mean, flat out, you just don't. Unless there's another, another guy who's just doing nothing but dentists and offering the same thing, which, I mean, may well be, but not, not a lot. There's not, there's, he, he can't go to the, some, somebody down the store. He can't look up dentists or accountants for dentists in, <laughs> online. Yeah. You know, uh, I bet that's a, a fairly unique even to search criteria. Forget the yellow pages. How about going online? And trying and, to figure that out. And this goes back to your Tubin point. It's probably one of the reasons he was able to draw that customer away from a large firm because his, his uh, subscription is probably more comprehensive. Co- perceived as covering more things. Yeah. Yep. No, a- absolutely true. And, you know, that's why I think that so many people get caught up in the, well, what if everybody is going to need it? Like, <laughs> is every, like are all of your, are all of your customers going to get audited the same year? Because if they are, then you definitely have a problem. That means you're doing something yeah, yeah. significantly wrong. You, you have a wrong. bigger problem than your business model <laughs> yeah. at that point. Uh, uh, for sure. And and that's where the actuarial price comes in, too. And the, the question is, what's that premium? Is it is it, ten, is it 10% like it used to be? Or is 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 it a factor? Is it a multiple? Now? A, well, we, I think we think it's a multiple, right? We do think it's a multiple, and, yeah. Uh, because I just think, you know, that peace of mind, convenience, and being frictionless is worth a lot in this space. And it ties into almost every one of these factors perfectly. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. But the, the price quality effect is interesting. The higher price signals better quality. I mean, that's just a knee-jerk reaction that we have to higher prices, Right. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and you, I think you need to tap into that, especially for new 
products or services that you're launching. One of the, I remember reading a study out of PPS about how uh, most companies, when they launch a new product or service, underprice it. And because the customer doesn't know a darn thing about it, never, and maybe it does something new or something that no other uh, company does yet. Uh, one of the biggest ways they judge it is its price. And if it's priced too low, you're going to question its value. That's just human nature. And and that's I thought that was a really good insight that most companies with innovative new products underprice them. And if you look at Apple, they don't make that mistake. So Porsche Drive, underpriced or overpriced? I think when it started, it was underpriced. Because the, first off, they've upped the price. They've put a, a sign-up fee on it, right? Mm-hmm. Six hundred. So that means they're trying to do some cost recovery, or in, in some it, some bean counter's mind, right? Yes, and the worst of all, a buck a mile if you go over. <laughs> I mean, I just still harping on that. Um, are you saying? Out. Are you saying the finance people have taken over, Ron? At, yes, at, at we're, Porsche. We're trying to figure out what it would cost to rent one to drive across the country, and whether or not it would make sense to rent it. Because uh, you can rent it on a weekly basis or whatever, or if it would make sense to subscribe to it for a period of months. And it, it's really interesting. The curves are so close. So, yes, bean counters have been involved in this. I can tell because <laughs> it's just it's like, it's, you know, one half dozen to the other. I mean, it's just really weird. But um, yeah, so. Yeah, and well, but but I do think the the, the higher price subscriptions though are are still exa- great examples of this price quality effect. I think that we 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 are are seeing that you know the higher because there are a lot of people who are offering premium level subscriptions. And absolutely, yeah, so yeah, it, and, it, and I think that's different in the B two B space than it is in the B two C space. I think in the B two B space, you have more flexibility to be higher priced. In other words, there's a bigger width of a price band in B2B mm-hmm. than there would be probably in B2C. Yep. Like if yep. I looked at Harry's razor versus Dollar Shave Club, I probably wouldn't see a huge difference. No. Nope. Nope. Well, ne- next up, what do you got, Ryan? Because the expenditure effect, which yeah. again, like you said, you know, an accounting firm that an international accounting firm is going to look at the total amount of dollars it spends on paper clips. Right. For it's thousands of offices or whatever, if it's got central centralized purchasing, but a household is only going to look at a paperclip purchase relative to its income. And therefore, since it's so much smaller, you know, they might splurge for the colored ones or something. Right. <laughs> Whereas an international firm would never do that. Uh, so, and, and the thing there is, I think when you look at um, whether it's accounting services or legal services, any type of professional service, yeah, the nominal amount is important, but but the business is always going to look at it as a percentage uh, of its revenue as well, you know, to get a feel for how much you know, how much are we spending on this. So I think that gives you a lot of flexibility to price it optimally. Correct the the other thing on the the expenditure effect that I think we have to 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 take into consideration with regard to to subscription is almost by definition if you're if you're doing it on a monthly basis it's it's going to going to tend to then more toward the, the total dollar volume um give you give an example um even for for the for the businesses so you you talk about paper clips we joke 
because uh, I don't think there's a lot of paper clips being used anymore in accounting. Ron. Right, I think maybe right. that we, we've moved. We've well, moved but, you, but you'd be surprised. That's true. <clears throat> but but we but here's the example: uh, paperless office software. Yeah, yeah. Which is the 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 emergence of paper clips is the electronic paper clip, so to speak. Yep. So, same type deal. A, and it, a small firm is going to take the total dollar expenditure into effect far more than the international firm who's just going to look at this as a, a cost of doing business and, and spread it over the, the entirety of the firm. Right. And if you have higher income people too, they don't have the time to shop around. So you know, they don't yeah. mind spending more, which ties back into what we were talking before about you know peace of mind and convenience and all that. Okay. All right. Do you want to try and get through the last three or should we do our break, Ron? No, I'll take the break. All right. Well, we are here to remind you that the, our Patreon membership, which is available at patreon.com slash TSOE, is now sponsored by 90 Minds. Need a mind? Get one at 90minds.com. And we'll be talking more about that Patreon offering in our next segment after we get through the last three examples of price sensitivity. But right now, a word from our sponsor. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Sage provides accountants with compliance, reporting, and analytic solutions to do more for their clients. These solutions include education programs such as the Sage Accountants Network Client Advisory Service Program. This program delivers the tools to create, package, price, market, and deliver additional services to clients, increasing your profitability and delivering more value to your clients. Let Sage help you grow your business by visiting sageaccountantsnetwork.com. Have you ever listened to an online radio show that changed your life? I'm required to say that I have. Have you ever stopped listening to an online radio show because the commercials were mind-numbingly repetitive? Of course you haven't because you're here right now. Look, you don't have to listen to me anymore. There's a commercial-free version of this show, and it only costs $10 a month. And for $15 a month, you get no commercials plus bonus content. Go to patreon.com slash TSOE, subscribe now, and be free. You're worth it. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are tuned into The Soul of Enterprise with Ron Baker and Ed Klass. To find out more about our show, visit us on the web at thesoulofenterprise.com. You can also chat with us on Twitter using hashtag AskTSOE. Now, back to The Soul of Enterprise. Well, welcome back, everybody. We're talking about price sensitivity and the subscription business model. And Ed, we kind of left off on the expenditure effect, but let's move to the end benefit effect. We talked about the Michelin ad, you know, there's so much more riding on your tires and the picture <laughs> of the little baby. I mean, you can't sit in the tire store and buy the cheap, you know, tire after seeing that. Uh, but there's also other things that I think about when I think about that effect, uh, which is like, I think of wedding flowers, mm-hmm. right? Flor- florists that do nothing but weddings or bands or caterers, you know, that you talk about, you know, that's one day. But mm-hmm. it's a massively important day, right? Yeah. 
And and so there's a lot of price leverage in there. there a lot of this is psychological. You, you know, you wouldn't go out with your wife uh, for a 20th anniversary with a two for one coupon. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. I mean, so if, if or that, buy a gift, buy somebody a gift with with, with a coup. Yeah, yeah, and and so that end benefit, and and when I think about that, and I think in terms of professionals, you know, nobody brags about their lawyer and their accountant being the cheapest in town. They wear that high price as sort of a badge of honor. You know, hey, they're expensive, but they're worth it. So. I just think of that in terms of end benefit. I pay my accountant five thousand dollars a month, month, yeah. <laughs> or a week, <laughs> or a week. If you're uh, Jody Grundon, and that shared benefit, you know, the the big thing I think about there is the four ways to spend money, which we of course did a whole oh, show on. Oh, of course, on. yeah. Spending your own money on yourself versus spending somebody else's money on you, which is the corporate expense account, and of course, most professional services are fully deductible, so there's definitely that factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Even if they're paid for on subscription. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And then the fairness effect, you know, one thing that caught my eye, and this is out of Teen Zoe's newsletter, uh, and I'll just give you a great example of this. And this is an example of, and I think we're going to be involved in this. We're going to have to re-educate the consumer about what they need to pay for, right? Just kind of like the airlines had to uh communicate and market to the consumer that this dynamic pricing idea was okay and all of that. Well, BMW uh, tried to charge $80 a year for its Apple CarPlay. So it was an $80 year subscription and it got throttled on social Mm. media. People were calling it hostageware. And now there are so many things that car companies are trying to do, including Porsche, by the way, Porsche has got this thing for 12 bucks a month that will remotely, it's an intelligent range manager, and it will figure out the maximum speed and, and tweak the car's navigation uh, system so you can travel longer on a, this is for their electric car. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they put that feature as a subscription. Ford's got various features like maps and things like that. Other car companies have things like programmable ambient lights or on a subscription, automated, autom- automated driving features, uh, you know, idiot proofing the humbling act of backing up a trailer, <laughs> which I love. Uh, that's a great, it's a great visual. If you ever seen videos of people trying to get oh, yeah, 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 yeah. down the <laughs> ramp, it can be hysterical, but these are all on subscription. And you know what? Consumers don't like it. They don't like this. You know why? They're not used to it. Yeah. If this was on your computer, it, you know, or it was embedded in software for tasks or what, you'd have no problem. But it's in your car. Mm-hmm. A car is supposed to be all-inclusive. Well, it's not. Right. The car is a system, right? Car it's is a system. Mobili- yeah. Mobility as a service or whatever you want to call it. And these companies are going to have to change people's minds. They're gonna and is it going to be through offering the entire vehicle on a subscription basis? Do you think that that's where they're going to have to go then in order to rescue themselves from this? I don't know. Since they have failed miserably with that outside mm-hmm. of maybe a couple of them like Porsche, um, I think they're trying to pile on these things. Maybe at some point they'll just say, hey, we have an all-inclusive, all-you-can-eat type model. It's got everything for this subscription price. Right. But until then, they're trying to develop these uh, – augmented revenue streams that are based on data really right this is all data mm-hmm. that they're trying internet to of things yeah yeah 
So I just thought that was really interesting from a fairness perspective. Um, they've got some re-education to do. True. All right. What about inventory effect, Ron? Do you have anything for that for subscription? No, other than, you know, I think this is why the box of the month, the beer of the month, you know, whatever that cadence is for your product. I, I Like if Greg was here, I'd ask him how often he gets firewood. You know, I know he talked about it not coming in the summer and, you know, and things like that. But is that a monthly thing during the winter? Is it weekly? You know, that that's how I think about it here. But they could set that up with their with their subscription pretty easily. Like, well, think of razor blades. Yes, and it do, and and the and it doesn't doesn't go bad. So I think that's the, well, that's, that, yeah. the that's the other challenge. You know, you get yeah. the. But you also yeah. just don't want to stock things. No, you don't have a lot of room either. Correct. Correct. So all right. Well, cool. So we, we, we finish up. Well, I just got <clears throat> one more thing. I just want to talk about in general the three types of 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 goods and services. They're search, experience, and credence. And search goods are those whose attributes can be determined or evaluated before your purchase. So you can go online and look at a hotel. You can, you know, you know what an airline is capable of. Um, and you're so you're more likely to be very price sensitive with respect to search goods. There's a lot of substitutes. You kind of know what you're buying. You've been there before type of thing. Then there's experienced products that can or services that can only be evaluated after you purchase them. So a dinner in a new restaurant, a hairstyle, uh, a, a concert or theater, right, or a movie, uh, you wouldn't know this until after you experienced it. And so you're going to look at brand and reputation. You, you know who, who are the actors, maybe who, who's the band, that type of thing. Uh, but then the most I think relevant example for our audience is credence services or products. Those cannot confidently be evaluated even after one or more purchases. I don't know my CPA screwing up my tax return until I'm audited four or five years down the road. I don't know. Right. I don't know Bernie Madoff's ripping me off <laughs> until his Ponzi <laughs> scheme starts to un unravel. Right. So advertising, uh, consulting, IT services, legal accounting services, baldness cures. How do you know if how do I know if Rogaine's going to work until I try it for four or six months, right? Even pet food is in this category, you know. Although I think with pets, you, you probably know right away, what, but you still have to buy it. It might and it might take a while. They might have to acclimate it to it. But you know what I mean. So we're we're clearly in this credence category, which gives us more pricing power. Because one of the biggest things that customers look at when they're evaluating credence goods in advance is the price. Right. And the price is that higher price tempting, again, that price quality trade-off that we're talking yep. about. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Well, Ron, I know we also have a review. So do you want let's let's do that review, then we'll do our break and then maybe get back to the conversation about applying these price sensitivity factors to our own offering on Patreon. All right, Ed. Well, this is embarrassing. I, can't, I was going to have you read this because of this, but you don't have it in front of you. <laughs> um, this was written by uh, the IC Disc guy. His name is David. He gave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts back in April. Sorry it took so long, David, to read this, but uh, he, he titled this The Brilliance of Ron's Mind Weekly. He said, I have been a huge fan of Ron's books for decades. The knowledge from his books have literally earned me millions of dollars in additional revenue. That's true. I did a podcast with him and he kind of told the story of how the firm of the future impacted him. He says, I don't know why, 
but I just realized that Ron has a podcast. I just finished the first episode, and this is now my favorite podcast. I'm so excited to have nearly seven years of episodes to binge listen. And I happen to know he's going through them. So, wow. wow. And then he said, not to have Ed feel left out. Oh, okay. Ed, 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 <laughs> you do a great job as well. And the banter between you and Ron is terrific. So that was really nice. So, David, thank you very much. That was really, really nice. Very humbling. Um, yes. The other thing, Mark uh, Gandy, one of our uh, Patreon members, sent us a great email after we had John Tamney on. This was back in May, Ed, and he said his his one of his customers, Bill, a guy named Bill Dickinson, longtime client based in Washington. He said he asked him to listen to the John Tamney interview, and Bill had sent Mark an email and said this guy is phenomenal. Of course, that's easy to say as I agree with him. <laughs> so we got lots of good feedback on uh, the John Tamney interview. He was great, and his book is is well worth it. So. Thanks yes. for that, Mark, and thanks for that, Bill. Yes, and I got some good feedback on our interview with Charlie Cook last week from several people on Facebook who really enjoyed that episode as well, thought that he was funny and 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 really got to the heart of a lot of the issues and did, clearly not one-sided because he's not, he's, he's not pushing a pure, con, quote, conservative agenda, or I should say Trumpian agenda, at least in the U.S., Right, and I, I think it was good good to hear hear from him and and offer an international perspective and someone who really is an immigrant to this country who who loves this country. I thought that that was that was one of the most interesting things to talk to him about was his was him his uh, immigration story, and yeah. you know why why we can't have a lot more people immigrate like Charlie Cook. I don't know, but yeah, no, he was he he said he's he feels lucky to be here, and I think we're pretty lucky to have him. So <laughs> it's a win win for sure. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, good, good, good guy. Uh, well, and thank you, yeah, to David for that that uh, that review. And we do re- we do read every eventually every, <laughs> every every review that we do get, regardless of where you post it. But we do pay most attention to those that are on Apple, just because that's the one that we tend to check the most. But we're we're happy to have you uh, review us at any time. Please go out and use ratethispodcast.com slash TSOE. And that will allow you to, you guessed it, rate this podcast. But right now we want to, uh, oh, if you want to contact us again, that email address, asktsoeverisage.com. Uh, but right now, a word from our sponsor and my employer, Sage. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Sage provides accountants with compliance, reporting, and analytic solutions to do more for their clients. These solutions include education programs such as the Sage Accountants Network Client Advisory Service Program. This program delivers the tools to create, package, price, market, and deliver additional services to clients, increasing your profitability and delivering more value to your clients. Let Sage help you grow your business by visiting sageaccountantsnetwork.com. 
Have you ever been so annoyed by a commercial for a $5 ebook that you were willing to pay $10 to never hear it again? I sure have. Hello, I'm Greg Kite. Over the last several years, you've come to hate me, and I hate me too. By now, you know that for $5, you can get a copy of Ron and Ed's book. What you might not know is for twice that much every month for forever, you can stop hearing me plug Ron and Ed's book, which totally makes sense, like the Diamond Water Paradox. Go to patreon.com slash TSOE and subscribe today. Please, for the love of God, make it stop! tuned into the soul of enterprise with ron baker and ed class to find out more about our show visit us on the web at the soul of you can also chat with us on twitter using hashtag ask tsoe now back to the soul of enterprise Well, we're back on the Soul of Enterprise, and we are talking factors affecting price sensitivity in the subscription model. And we're going to eat our own dog food, as they say, or let's drink our own champagne. champagne let's, yes, drink, yes. let's drink our own champagne instead and talk about how we have taken the perceived factors as affecting price sensitivity and applied it to our subscription model that we actually have now out on Patreon, patreon.com slash TSOE. We it, we've we've hunted and hunted and pecked around. Is that fair to say, Ron? For Absolutely. Uh, for about a year on this, and this is a, a new release as of uh, May first ish, and we're down. We have five levels, so we've actually gone beyond the three, which is a little bit different for us. But I think this is well worth it. the The first level is what we call the loss leader. We've named them after pricing methodologies, which I think is is pretty good. So the loss leader, formerly known as the anti-kite model. So those of you who are just sick of the Greg Kite commercials can just join us at the $10 a month level. And you get, uh, in addition to getting the show commercial free, uh, you get the transcripts of the regular show. Uh, and you get invited to our, our, our quarterly virtual wine and cheese. But you have to provide the wine and cheese. So that's the, the, the downside of that $10 level. Uh, right. And actually, Ed, I, I remember w- uh, one of our listeners, loyal listeners, said to us early, early on, boy, your show is great, but why do I have to listen to those commercials? I know. And See? <laughs> that was kind of the spark. That's for, because okay. we, we like to continue to pay the people at at, uh, at Voice America, and we love them. But, you know, if you're going to complain about it, well, uh, you know, uh, but uh, anyway, we, but the, the, so next we have the $25 level. Uh, a month where not only do you get and in and, and all of these, it's, it includes all previous levels. This one is called our cost plus, which was formerly called bonus me. But for this one, you also get our bonus episodes, which we record generally right after the show, although we've been doing more and more of them sporadically as things come up. We all you'll also get a Kindle version of our book, as well as the thing that we kicked off last week, Ron, which was really great. This this thing that we're doing on a on a once per month. This episode relearning where what we're going to do is discuss with the members of this group any uh, 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 listen to a previous show that we've done and have them come on and talk with us about it. Yeah, that we did our first one last week and uh, that was incredibly enjoyable. Uh, What was it on? Oh, it was on the subscription business. It was on subscription business model. Yeah. 
and it was the first show that we had done on it I, sometime in 2000 and what was it 18 mm -hmm. um and we kind of went through it and we talked about what we've learned since uh and so that was just really energizing yeah it was a lot of fun and then lastly and how could you resist this a signed copy of ron's book mind over matter uh, in purple crayon, right, Ron? We do it in yes. purple crayon if upon request. If you want it in purple crayon, he's happy to do it in purple crayon. <laughs> uh, next up is our, our our premium, which is fifty dollars a month, where you can it includes everything in in previous tiers plus the promotion of your organization, and then also a quarterly call where we're going to discuss Ed and Ron's bookshelf, so the stuff where that we are currently reading again, books not included. You'll also get an invitation and preferred pricing to the Various Age Symposium, which we are getting ready to potentially pull the trigger on again this year, looking at November of 2021 in, I think we can announce this, Ron Greenville, South Carolina, yep. which I think will be a lot of fun. And this is probably the big one. And under the heading of unique value, you get one personal quarterly call <clears throat> with either myself or Ron or both of us, if we happen to have the day free, we, but we, 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 we're just promising one of us at the particular time. $500 level, otherwise known as the value based, you get promotion of your firm twice a month on the bonus. And then you get to come on the bonus and tell your story, which we're looking forward to get, having some listeners do that as well. You're going to get free attendance to the Various Sage Symposium, not including travel. And this is probably, I think, the, the real key here. You're going to get quarterly live webinars that we will deliver to your audience of a limit of 100 attendees. And that's a technology issue more than anything else on the topic of your choice that's related to the show. And you'll also get access to my project management tool set, which I have made available. And then lastly, and this is the uh, creme de la creme, otherwise known as the confiscatory pricing model. <laughs> Well, you max out and get a combination. Uh, we will do monthly educational programs or office hours for your organization, as well as unlimited emails and phone calls with our, myself and Ron arranged 24 hours in advance. So that's the offering. Let us know what you think. But Ron, let's apply some of this stuff to this, because one of the things that we, we talked a lot about is the expenditure effect with regard to this, and that we design these plans with individuals in mind. But we're certainly willing to to create specialized pricing for organizations want, that want to, to have maybe their whole firm subscribe at a certain level or right. have access to us. So I think and, and we really stole this from our friends at Expensify, uh, right? This idea that let's craft something that everybody that, that has the, the capability of, of individuals using. But at a certain point, maybe there's so many individuals at a particular organization, they're like, well, let's just get do this on a corporate level and get both Ed and Ron in here. Oh, right, right. And, and you know, I think this is even more uh, personal than Expensify because you think about a yeah. podcast, this is such a intimate medium. And when you have listeners, you know, they're usually listening to you probably doing the same thing every week. You know, maybe it's when they're walking or the dog or commuting or on the exercise bike, whatever it might be. But it's a very personalized and intimate thing. And so thinking about it in terms of individuals and not at the business level, at least in terms of this show, made a lot of sense. Yeah. 
Uh, and again, not to take away, we we, we continue and we'll we'll continue st- our our, uh, our our appearances on on Voice America. We love all of the stuff that they do for us. Our, our engineer Josh is with us today and been with us for the last couple of years. All 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 great stuff. We uh, we we totally enjoy that. And good, the good news is, Ron and I did have a meeting with the the powers that be at Sage. We're uh, in the budget for okay 2021 22 so it's still gonna happen but we're in the budget and that's the first step in the process so we're we're we're, we're happy very happy about that right and 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 ed i don't think this has too many substitutes i mean you and i are pretty unique and that's another great thing about this medium uh you know it, and and also i just think if you're a you know sole owner or whatever a small firm uh you are unique you do have unique value you've got you um, and that that is absolutely unique. So you, you got to take that into account. There's not a lot of substitutes, I don't think, for um, what you and I talk about and what we do. And um, so I think that's a really that's a really good place for us to be in. Yeah, and I don't look. I, I've I've always felt that the other people who are in the space, the pricing consultants, they do they do a great job. I, I just think that we we bring a, truly a unique perspective to it with with your deep knowledge of of pricing and economics and and the accounting profession itself. And you know, I'd like to say that I throw in that that project management and consulting piece that is also lacking in a lot of other places just because of the 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 long my long-term career in that in that particular space right and we i think the one of the things that separates us as well is we have a systematic view or systems view of of things and so we look at things holistically from like a business model perspective or an interdependency perspective you know Mm -hmm. we don't we don't spend a lot of time talking about efficiency uh and those types of things uh because that's not what really matters and i think that's um that makes us pretty unique as well plus we discuss ideas on this show and i think that's a really important thing i couldn't do it any other way yeah and uh and and some people are put off by this and we'll we'll, we'll admit we're not a fit for everybody if you if you are looking for a program a something a checklist we are not your guys we're <laughs> We're not gonna. We're not gonna be giving you the checklist. This doesn't work. We don't. We just don't think it works that way. In fact, we think it's a disservice to 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 organizations to think that we can just throw everything on a checklist and make it work. I don't just don't think it happens. And one more thing, Ed, because uh, I know you and Greg have been working on this. We now have on the website at thesoulofenterprise dot com a tab called Show Categories. And we're going to continuously be adding to this, but you can go there and click on subscription model and all the shows that we've done on subscription are there. Ed's project management is up there. So all the shows Ed's done on project management. Um, There's a tab now called Ron's favorites. So my favorite shows are in there. Ed's going to add his, but we'll keep adding to that and build out a taxonomy on that. So you can, if you're searching for a particular topic, you'll get all the shows and the guests that talked about that specific topic. Right. And if you have an idea for a topic, please do let us know that as well. We're happy to build a category. It doesn't take much to do it. So, all right, Ron. Well, here we are. Yeah. Uh, just one last thing, Ed, on this on these price sensitivity factors, folks, as you think about this, I just want to give you one last thing to think about. Think about it in terms of your relationship with Amazon and tell me how well Amazon's thought about all of these and, and just how probably price insensitive you are to Amazon because of their convenience and hassle-free and one click and all the other things. So I just think that's really neat. 
So true. Well, what do we got coming up next week, Ron? Uh, next week, Ed, we are going to have for the fifth appearance, the most appeared guest on the Soul of Enterprise in our history, Rabbi Daniel Lappin. And initially, I asked him to talk about the capital sin. Capital sin was the word I was looking for, not not cardinal sin mm. uh, of envy. So All right. sure he'll give us some uh, ancient Jewish wisdom on envy. So yeah. looking forward to that. Great. See you in 167 hours. This has been the Soul of Enterprise, business in the knowledge economy. Sponsored by Sage, transforming the way people think and work so their organizations can thrive. Join us next week on Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's noon Pacific. But in the meantime, please visit us on the web at www.thesoulofenterprise.com. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand. All from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Influencers lead, but on Twitter, they also follow. Check out what the influencers are saying and talk back to us with your great ideas. Follow the Voice America Influencers channel on Twitter at VA Influencers. That's at VA Influencers and join in. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of 